With backgrounds in therapy and personal training, Jennifer Herman and Scott Quinnell combine the realms of mental health and fitness to improve your mind and wellness. Scott, where do we begin on this topic? I don't know. I mean... We want to... I want to talk about why men and women cheat. It's a tough one, though. It's just... There's so many factors to it, wouldn't you say? There's a lot of layers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's... It's a relatively touchy subject. <laughs> it's... Yeah. It's... It's... <laughs> it is... It is touchy. It's complicated. And there's a lot of emotional elements to it. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of reasons why men and women cheat and um, runs deep. Many times the adulterer doesn't necessarily want to cheat and they're looking for something. Oftentimes it's because there's a need that's unmet. And they kind of need to, you know, fulfill something. Right. And it's important for the spouse that's been cheated on to know that it's not their fault. There are 15 repeatedly common reasons. Mm-hmm. What's one that comes to your mind, Jen? You know, a lack of communication in a relationship. Um, I oftentimes see couples in therapy and communication. You need to have open, honest communication. Otherwise, one of one or both of um, the the spouses partners can feel ignored, minimized, inferior, and so that kind of starts a habitual breakdown of a relationship. And another reason that we uh, came up with was that one like one spouse might be punishing the other spouse. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Like, what for? Do you know what a common reason is for what for? You know, let's say they believe their spouse has flirted with somebody. Um, They're angry for some other reason other than that. Um, They think in their mind it's payback. Sure, yeah. And so they justify their behavior by doing that. Would you say that... Most commonly, with what you see in like spouses committing adultery between one another, or one committing adultery on the other, uh, that it kind of just goes down to one just not appreciating the other. Oh, I'd say that's just one of the reasons. Because, like, like we said in the beginning, the spouse that gets you know for say cheated on, they they need to know that it's not their fault. They're not the ones that made that decision right and by and large most of infidelity in these marriages or partnerships is not because spouses the partners want an exit that is one of the reasons you know what's one of the top reasons like out of the main common but by and large it is kind of an sos in that there's there's something wrong, a breakdown in the relationship. And it's not because they don't love 
who they're with. There's an unmet need. Something else is going on. And if you can address that together in um, marital counseling and together as a couple, it can heal and grow and you can become stronger. Another reason why a partner or a spouse may cheat is because they don't feel appreciated. So what what are like some scenarios as to where they don't feel appreciated? Like just in general, you would say? They don't feel validated. And again, this might kind of loosely go on to communication, the love languages that we've talked about, that there's a really a disconnect there. And so they're really seeking that validation, that connection with somebody outside of that marriage. Like they kind of got into a routine with, with just being together and they haven't really done anything different? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And so that somebody out the outside of their marriage is noticing them and giving them them compliments and giving them them the ego, you know, ego boosters. Yeah, something that they haven't gotten in a little mm-hmm. bit yep another one is is that they want to break up but they don't know how to so they create chaos they create the problem they do it on purpose yes they do how, how common is that do you think i haven't read statistics specifically on that but i do know in sessions where that is really common um and it comes out where, yes, I don't want to, I don't want to be with you, but I just, I didn't know how to say it. And they don't want to, and the ironic thing is, is that the person who's cheated on their spouse or their significant other, they never, they don't really want to hurt that person. That's why they weren't direct with saying, I don't want to be with you. I want to divorce. I want to break up. So they do it. In a subtle way. Yeah, they kind of avoid it a little <laughs> through bit. Through the back door, but then it ends up hurting even more because of the distrust and the emotional turmoil that that had. And then just being direct to say, I'm not getting my needs met. I don't mm-hmm. feel the connection anymore. I'm not in love anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And there was another thing or like another reason where we said the passion disappears from the relationship. I kind of thought this was a little bit similar to their partner not appreciating them, but you did not agree with me on that. No, no. So appreciation is different from passion. That's different from sex. So passion is really emotion, feeling, and it can be expressed through verbal Um, communication, which, you know, the shows the appreciation. It can be that expressed um, heightened passion and through sexual intimacy. And so that is a critical piece in a relationship to have a heightened emotional connection. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then what's another reason that is common? Um, when when this happens for an affair to happen so this is a situation where one person in the relationship really struggles with staying faithful to one person 
Okay, yeah. And that kind of comes up, like, from when they were younger, don't you think? Like, do you, do you, do you think the commitment issues, or however you would describe it, do you think they kind of came up that way? Or like we'll as get into that um, in our part two. The research shows that um, there's an increase of infidelity from um, children who were brought up in broken families. Hey, really quick. If you have listened to the show before, you probably know about our sponsor, Midwest Center for Personal and Family Development. Midwest is an outpatient mental health clinic in the Twin Cities area that specializes in anxiety treatment, child's therapy, couples counseling, and trauma therapy. But of course, they provide several other types of service. So if you or a loved one is searching for help, they are accepting in-person or online appointments right now. You can visit them at midwestcenter4u.com or call them at 651-647-1900. All right, let's get back to the show. Okay, I gotcha. And another reason, too, is uh, they, they just feel lonely. And again, I kind of I see this going back to they just don't feel appreciated, which could, would you say that leads to loneliness? It's kind of a vicious cycle because, you know, on one hand, the spouse is feeling lonely in the relationship, and so they seek companionship outside the relationship, but then they are still wanting to be in the relationship with their spouse. They really don't want to get divorced or leave them, but they have this guilt that they have cheated. And so that pulls them even away further from their relationship because it's harder for them to face the person that they love. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of goes around in a circle a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, I mean, that can also fall under the the category of, you know, their needs just not getting met. I mean, we talked about that a little bit with the passion. Yep. And, you know, how opposites attract. So in the beginning, when you're dating, you might find somebody that is different than you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you're in an established relationship with that person, you over time then separate because you have differences. Right. Yeah. And well, then and- you become hence more lonely and Mm -hmm. you find somebody that's more like you or a companion that you want to share interests with and oftentimes that's where you if you're having an affair that's sometimes where these um affairs start is in common like places and you share a, a, um, a common interest yeah well and i mean when you meet this person uh, when I like twenties, let's just say it out there. You're in your twenties. You meet this person, opposites attract, yada yada yada. But in reality, I mean, we're all still growing and learning. And maybe when we're older, you know, it, it kind of gets to that point where our interests and hobbies or whatever they kind of naturally separate. Would you say that's kind of natural? Hmm. Yep. And then another reason too, we talked about this off mic. And I thought this was kind of one thing that stood out a little bit uh, was just somebody having an an unusually high sex drive. Right. And this makes it really challenging in relationships because um, in these instances, it's really hard for the couple to be able to consistently have 
the sexual intimacy that is consistent. And oftentimes the, the partner that has the unusually high sex drive may end up having sex addictions. Okay. Um, and then, you know, that spouse, there's nothing they can do about that. That is not their issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not on them. Yeah, like we said in the beginning, it's it's not on them. It's not their fault. Right. And there are just some situations as well where uh, one of the spouses might not think cheating is a big deal, right? Right. And, and it's it's just uh, you need to kind of figure out as a couple um, what those violations and restrictions are mm-hmm. in most cases. And then we said this off mic a little bit. We said in most cases, uh, the, those individuals aren't necessarily married. Right. In those cases, right. They might be a couple dating or living together and really setting up those parameters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of just getting getting to that area in their life where they would be together. Yeah, just don't excuse, assume you're exclusive. You need to really be discussing that. Yeah, it's a conversation that needs to be had for sure. Definitely. And then another one is the person, um, the adulterer, has low self-esteem and they're looking for validation and they might not again be getting that in their marriage because of the lack of communication, the lack of uh, affirmation that we've talked about earlier. And it's not the number of partners that the adulterer might be having. It's not like another notch on my belt. It's not about that. It's it's really about insecurity. They feel less loved and they're seeking attention elsewhere. Another one is that the opportunity presents itself. And this and in this case, it is one and done. These are not repeated affairs. You know, it's an isolated case. This is when the spouse has extreme remorse. They tell their spouse sp- partner afterwards. And so they feel guilty about this one. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. And it's kind of like one of those, like on vacation or whatever, it happens and then. They go home and tell them about it. It can happen that way. Um, It certainly can be, you know, a work situation that, uh, you know, you're on a work, you know, business meeting or. And the last kind of characteristic of a person that does cheat on their spouse is one that has narcissistic personality disorder. And this is the person who will cheat on their significant other and have no remorse. They will be habitual offenders and they will not be able to be in a um a committed healthy long-term relationship. They may be married to you, but it will not be a healthy, sustainable, exclusive relationship. And what's important to note about these individuals is that they are incapable of considering their partner's feelings and having empathy. And so these marriages are really not meant to last. All right, that's it for part one of this part two series. Next episode, 
Jen and I are going to be talking about uh, some statistics uh, as to who commits these affairs and then how a couple can rebuild that relationship after that affair has been committed. Thanks for listening.